Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the market update today. Looks like nothing, absolutely nothing. Crypto market cap is currently at $219 billion. Yes, 219, 218, 220. That's been the theme over the last eight days. Bitcoin currently sitting at 6650. Yes, this is not a repeat. This is a new update. And Bitcoin dominance sitting at 52%. Whole lot of boring stuff going on in the crypto price action, at least as we go along right now. All right, let's jump into crypto news, see if we got some excitement there. Binance has announced that as of today, the company will be making all listing fees transparent. In addition, 100% of all listing fees are going to be donated to charity. The moves likely to generate a fair amount of attention for the world's largest crypto exchange. Previously, listing fees on Binance, the cost of listing a cryptocurrency, has varied based on a number of factors such as type of token, expected daily volume. The move's not without some controversy. So if you remember, Binance was rumored to charge astronomical figures. In one case, a CEO of a cryptocurrency was stating he was asked to pay over $400 million worth of Bitcoin for a listing fee. Uh, Chang Pen Zhao, the CEO of Binance, has refuted those rumors as baseless. So very interesting to see here. A lot of coins on Binance. Binance is one of the most popular exchanges. So this is going to bring some more awareness. Now, what charities they go to, that ought to be interesting to see. All right. So next up in the news, SALT. If you haven't heard of SALT before, it's a cryptocurrency-backed loan service, has announced plans to launch operations in seven new jurisdictions throughout the world while offering its services in 15 more U.S. states. It will also include Litecoin among its offerings while providing more competitive interest rates and removing loan caps. SALT has revealed it is opening offices in states such as New Jersey, Massachusetts, Washington, and Texas, bringing the total to 35 overall. We'll also launch operations in Brazil, Hong Kong, Switzerland, Vietnam, Bermuda, Puerto Rico, and the United Arab Emirates. The move follows the company's expansion into 20 U.S. states in August, which we announced in a prior podcast episode. And let's take a look. So where is SALT? SALT has two different options, individual lending and business lending. So individual lending and business lending, where you can do both, are currently in a ton of states, Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, D.C., Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, North Carolina, got to take a breath there, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. And also you can do individual and business lending in Bermuda, Brazil, Hong Kong, Puerto Rico, United Arab Emirates, Vietnam, and Switzerland. As far as business lending only as of right now, that is available in Alabama, Idaho, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Montana, Vermont, Washington, West Virginia, and the UK. So a lot was talked about there, but just, just keep in mind that's coming. You'll be able to make loans off of your cryptocurrency. If you want to hold your crypto for future investments, but you need to borrow money, that's what SALT is designed for. So it's very interesting, interesting concept. And they are making moves and expanding. Now, keep in mind, every time they go into a new state, each state has different rules, different regulations <clears throat> they have to abide by. So I've been very impressed with SALT. You know, the price action may not have 
reflected it recently, but salt is something that I am looking for long-term use case, long-term hold. All right, so next up in the news, Tron on Monday appreciated 12% against the U.S. dollar to retest August high near 2.8 cents. Now, Spike came hours after Justin Sun, CEO and founder of the Tron Foundation, announced that their super representatives reached consensus to launch the Tron committee function and Tron virtual machine. Tron virtual machine marks an important step towards the functionality of Tron network. It's expected to test and execute large-scale decentralized applications similar to that of Ethereum. The TVM launch also marks the introduction of its very own smart contracts called ERA. TVM, according to Sun, will make the Tron blockchain 200 times faster than Ethereum and 100 times cheaper than EOS. Now, that's according to Justin Sun. We did see that 12% spike. You have seen some retracement. That spike has pretty much been almost wiped out on the market cap. But this is another example of, if you were day trading that, perfect example, you want to, you know, buy the hype, sell the news. But long-term, if Justin Sun can make all these things happen, you will see some, you know, you see some big things from Tron. Tron has a lot of haters out there. Back in December, Tron was accused of plagiarizing their white paper. Now, Justin Sun's response to that was, it was not plagiarized. Some of the, some of the phrases may have sounded similar to other white papers, only on the English version because the translators that were translating it into English were not aware of some terms and had to utilize other white papers for reference. So you will see what happens, but you, you've got to give it to Justin Sun. He has been making things happen, acquired BitTorrent, and making moves to see what happens. Uh, Tron is an interesting one. I, I am watching this one closely also to see what happens. All right, next up, let's go to Venezuela. So Venezuela is in the news a couple of times in our update today. And if you remember, Venezuela is dealing with hyperinflation. Their currency is currently worth nothing. It, it is hyperinflated. Uh, it, it's, they're living in, in poverty down there. Many people aren't make, making much each day. And Venezuela has also been talking about releasing their own crypto called the Petro, which is a government-issued cryptocurrency to get around many U.S. and other sanctions that are placed on Venezuela right now. Uh, so Venezuelans in the news are being forced to pay for passports now with the country's controversial Petro cryptocurrency. According to, this was in Bloomberg, Vice President Delcy Rodriguez said in a press conference on Friday that a new passport will cost citizens two Petros, an amount worth 7,200 bolivars. Now, bolivars is their currency. That amount is being four times the minimum monthly wage. Venezuelans face an even harder task obtaining their travel documents as they seek to flee the country's economic and humanitarian crisis. So the nation having also just announced establishment of a police force specifically to tackle migration as finance magnates reports the insistence on Petro payments for passports and increased price points seem aimed to stem the tide of people seeking to flee Venezuela. So cryptocurrency has a lot of great use cases out there. The Petro is not one. I wouldn't touch this thing. Uh, at all, you know, just because it's it's not good. You see what's happening in Venezuela, and it's not the intention of crypto. You see what happens when a government steps into crypto, especially a corrupt government. But then again, show me one government in the world that doesn't have some level of corruption. So, uh, also Venezuela had posted its largest ever Bitcoin trading volume last week. That also will show you the confidence in the Petro. Not very much. You know, many Venezuelans are seeking refuge in Bitcoin, buying Bitcoin before their currency is worth absolutely zero. Uh, the country announced several new economic shakeups. 
um, trading platform localbitcoins.com showed that Venezuelans converted a total of 1,073 Bitcoin in a week, which is 7.1 million U.S. dollars in value, the most since records began in 2013. The previous record came in September with 898 Bitcoin, 5.95 million exchanged during week three with the following week taking third place, 879 billion, million, sorry. Traders continue to turn cryptocurrency in Venezuela to circumvent the government's increased stranglehold on the economy and the rampant hyperinflation we were just talking about, which despite persists, uh, which persists despite a currency redenomination in August. So a lot going on there. All right, next up, hedge fund manager John Burbank is more confident in Bitcoin than Facebook. Yes, you heard that right. John Burbank, who is the helm of crypto hedge fund Passport Capital, reportedly said at, at SF San Francisco Blockchain Week that he's more confident in Bitcoin than he is in Facebook. CNBC crypto host Ran Nunur tweeted about the development as part of a tweet storm about Bitcoin. He also said that the Bitcoin price is about to explode, adding that he invested in Bitcoin on behalf of his parents. Uh, he went on to say that he's more bullish on Bitcoin than he is stablecoin USDT. Makes sense, right? Despite the popularity of stablecoins in this year's crypto market. And that is it for our crypto news today. So a lot going on, a lot of bullish stuff happening, uh, a lot of people making moves. So in crypto education today, I want to go back to a basic, basic function, just how to buy cryptocurrency. And I'm not talking about on Coinbase. And just about anybody can get on Coinbase and figure out how to buy on Coinbase. But for one, you'll realize Coinbase charges a lot of fees. So in the next episode I do, I will talk about how to circumvent those fees and also direct you to a YouTube video I had done uh, probably, I think it was about eight to nine months ago, talking about how to buy uh, cryptos using Coinbase's platform without paying their fees or paying their premium price that they charge. Uh, and so I'll use that in the next episode. But today I want to talk about what happens when you want to buy a cryptocurrency that's not on Coinbase, right? So now keep in mind, this is not financial advice. Cryptocurrency is very volatile. You could lose money. But with that disclaimer, let's jump in on how to buy something that's not on Coinbase. I had a friend call me up last week, wanted to buy 0x, right? 0x, if you've heard about 0x, they are, uh, there's a rumor going around that they might get listed on Coinbase. You know, a lot of rumors like that come out, but I give this one a little bit more validity because Coinbase is, trading platform, Coinbase Pro, is built on the 0x platform. So that is something that I'm watching closely, but not to get too deep into the crypto, but you wanted to know how to buy 0x, right? So first place I direct somebody, you either want to go to coinmarketcap.com or coincheckup.com and find your cryptocurrency, click on it. Now, one of the options when you click on it to get more details about that crypto, yeah, it'll show you price action and a bunch of other information. But if you click on the markets tab, it will tell you every exchange market it's on. Some markets are open to your country. Some are not. So you want to click find one in exchange that it's on. For instance, 0x is on Binance. So here you're able to see that it's on Binance. If you don't already have an account on Binance, you can go to Binance.com, create an account. If you have someone that's already currently trading on Binance, have them send you a referral link. Now, Binance does pay a referral fee for anyone that sends someone to Binance. And whether you're pro or against referral fees, it's definitely something where, hey, why not, if the company's willing to pay out, why not reach out and get, uh, you know, get some of that referral fee? But anyway, create an account on Coinbase, and then you want to see what pairs. It also, when you're on CoinMarketCap and CoinCheckup, it will tell you 
what pairs are on there. So say it's a Bitcoin pair, Ethereum pair, whatever the pair is, you want to send that cryptocurrency over there. And typically it's paired up with something that, let's say you're in the US and you're, you're using Coinbase. So it's paired up with say Bitcoin, uh, maybe be paired up with Ethereum. I'm not sure on that one exactly, but just giving an example. So you would want to buy a cryptocurrency on say Coinbase or what, maybe you're at a Bitcoin ATM and it's paired up with Bitcoin and you're, you're going to buy Bitcoin. So you're going to make your purchase on Coinbase or your, your local exchange, and then you're going to send that over to Binance. In Binance, there's an option where in the top tab, it says deposits and withdrawals. You click deposits, you're going to copy, say you're sending Bitcoin. You're going to copy your Bitcoin address uh, from there. You're going to go into, say, Coinbase, and it's going to ask you to paste the address you're sending it to. You're going to paste that Bitcoin address in the Coinbase, put how much Bitcoin you want to send over. You want to send it over there. And then once it shows up in your balances on Binance, you're just simply going to go to the exchanges tab on Binance. You're going to find the 0x slash BTC pair. You're going to, and then you're going to place a buy order, right? You're buying it with Bitcoin. It's as simple as that. It may look overwhelming, may look daunting, but all you're doing is taking that Bitcoin saying, what I want to pay, you can see what the going price is. If you want to pay for that, if you want to offer a lower price, and then typically you can play around with the numbers and it'll tell you how many zero X you can buy with your Bitcoin that you want to spend. And then you issue the order. If you issue it at the current market price, it should execute right away. If not shortly thereafter, if you're waiting for a drop in a price before you buy, it may stay there until you either execute until it executes or you cancel it. But it's as simple as that. Once it executes, boom, you've got it. It's in your wallet. And now you're holding that. I know there's a lot more detailed going in, to how to buy, and I've talked about that in past episodes, you wanna make sure you're not buying a pump, right? So that's just a little, little thing there. If you, there's been a big spike in price and you're buying it because it's already spiked in price that day, you don't wanna do that. You're buying at the top. Typically there will be some retracement, just like with Tron yesterday. Tron spiked up 12%, great opportunity, but just remember anytime there's a buy order, there's also a sell order and vice versa. So many people that sold at the top of that spike, there are also people that bought at the top of that spike and now they're sitting down upside down in their investment from yesterday. Not that saying it's a bad thing if they're a long-term holder and doesn't want, to, doesn't want to deal with all that, but just make sure you're aware of what's going on when you're buying and selling cryptocurrency. All right, so that is it for our episode today. I want to thank you for listening in. All of the news articles we talk about in our episode today can be found on our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto. Make sure if you're not already following it, go ahead and click follow it. Give it a like. That's where we give all our news updates are posted there. And also all future podcast episodes are posted there as well, along with any other pertinent information. And so that is it for our episode today. I'm going to leave you today. I want to thank you for listening. We're going to leave you today going back to that Bitcoin song written by Soldier Boy, who is a famous rapper who is known for the song Crack That. But we're going to leave you with Bitcoin. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. You can catch me trapping with a Bitcoin. You can catch me running up the Bitcoin. I spent six thousand on a Bitcoin. Bitcoin.